Thank you for tuning into this episode of Rainy Days with Tabs. I'm your host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have your ear today. On today's episode, I will be talking about children. I have been going back and forth about this episode, particularly because I want to be respectful of those who have children, um, considering I don't have any, and I will scream into the mountaintop. But it's just been one of those things that's been like back and forth in my thoughts. I'm like, you know what? I should share how I feel. And I feel like my thoughts have evolved over time about the matter of children. It's really interesting that this is even a topic, um, but it is because I am getting older. As of this episode, I am 25 years of age and most people around me have children or they're in the process of, you know, they're pregnant and they'll have children in nine months. (laughs) And it's like, oh my goodness, like this is my circle. So my circle isn't any longer surrounded by people who are in college. Well, like just like starting preliminary college, like it's evolving and people are having children and they're getting married. And here I am like, well, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. And I'm sitting here (laughs) single as a Pringle without any, you know, man in sight and no children. And I'm really excited about that. The last part I'm excited about. Um, It's funny because I, a while ago, I was talking to an old friend of mine and I think I was telling her, oh, you know, I'm starting to get to know this person and it seems like it's going to be serious. And she says, okay, are you ready to have kids? And I'm like, wait, 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 huh? I'm like, why is that even like being brought up? And she's like, well, because if this is going to get serious and you guys are eventually going to get married, then you do have to know like kids are going to be in the picture. And I had to correct her because I'm like, listen, most people I know, well, not most people, but I know a good amount of people that plan their baby showers. And I'm like, you're crazy because that's the last thing on my mind. I've always been that person. Even when I was much younger, I've always known that If I was to get married, it would be a couple years before I have children. And that's with intentionality because I don't believe in rushing into parenthood unprepared. And I know that's not everybody's situation. I know that's not everybody's circumstance. I am not judging you. I am not looking down on you. Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen for you. I'm just letting you know as for me and my household that will not be the case. I will take any and every measure not to have children before I know that I am mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually prepared to have them because I refuse to put my children through the same trauma um, that my parents put me through and having to sit there in therapy and work through things that I'm like, I shouldn't have to work through these things. And no, nobody's going to be perfect. I'm not saying I'm going to raise perfect children that are going to be trauma-less, but they definitely won't have as much issues that I do. (laughs) I'll say that. (laughs) So before I used to think, you know what? I want a big family. This is high school tabs. High school tabs is like, I want a big family. I want about five children. And I think that mentality came from the fact that it's just me and my brother. It's just me, my brother, and my mom. It's really small, tight-knit family. No, we're not having those um, holidays in the woods. 
No, there's not these big, loud, rambunctious events where the kids are fighting with one another and they're arguing and, you know, all this stuff. But that's what I imagined for my kids. I wanted them to have, I wanted us to go on these trips to the cabins and on holidays, Thanksgiving, have like this long table filled with my kids. But what I imagined was them as adults. I never imagined them as children, right? Because that's what made the most sense. <laughs> them as adults, them in their complete hood. I'd never thought about the fact that children take a lot of work and they take a lot of energy. And if you are not at a place where you can deal with that amount of stress, like you take it out on the kids. And I know people that are like, oh, you know, I love my baby. I would never hurt my baby. Um, I don't resent my children. I'm happy I have them. But it's like, if you look deep down, unconsciously you resent them because of how you treat them. I know people that are my age and, you know, they have a child and they're out basically every weekend. Where do they do that at? Like you have a child. Like, how is that? Like, how is that okay? And you can't tell them nothing because they have a baby and you don't and you have to be respectful of that. I just see how I would like to do things differently and I'm just making observations. But yeah, at one point in time, I wanted five kids. Crazy, 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 crazy. And then when I went away for college, I was dating a guy at the time and, you know, topic of kids comes up when you're dating somebody for whatever reason, because it's like, why are we talking about this? I have no ring on my finger. There's no need to discuss kids. Well, not that there's no need, but like not in depth. Do you want them? Do you want them? OK, cool. Do you not want them? OK, cool. So that's why I feel like it should, the, should be the basis. But when you start planning how many you'll have, all of a sudden you develop this imaginary world of what things could be and then when the relationship ends you're like oh my god we were supposed to have one kid anyways I was talking to the gentleman and he was not for kids <laughs> he actually I would have to say he changed my perspective about children because I looked at kids like oh they're the light of the world it's gonna be an amazing you know Thing to you know experience pregnancy raising the child yada 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 I always imagine myself as being an amazing mother and I know I will be but you know he really like made me realize that children are a lot of work and if you are not mentally prepared to have kids that is that is going to be something that's going to be hard to overcome and so getting to know him us spending time with one another, my thoughts started to change and I started to see the realities of children. And I was like, you know what? I think I just want one. And we were like, ah, should we just have one? That's not okay. He was like, we'll have one. If we happen to have two, we have two. <laughs> my thoughts have changed even further as of now. As of today, I would like to have children. Did you see like how I made that plural? I would like to have children, but I am un I am not willing to settle with having children alone. I was raised by a single mother and she's done an excellent job at taking care of both my brother and I. Yes, my father was in the picture for 12 years, but there is no one that I would say has my heart like my mom does, right? Because mommy did a lot. Mommy sacrificed a lot. And it's okay 
when you're having to do it like if that's your circumstance and you have to do it it's like what else is there to do like okay you like roll with the punches but if I know right now that that's not something that I want like I don't want to raise a child alone I'm not even going to put myself near the situation of having to deal with it and yeah for most people it's like you know that's how you know the cards fell and they had to deal with it but I'm happy that for me I'm conscious of that and I'm making the steps to avoid being in that situation and so I have no desire to have children with anyone that is not my husband this is Tabitha speaking no judgment towards you I have no intention to have um, a child with someone that is my fiance I you need to be we need to be married and like I said kids are down the line not even like oh you know a couple months no 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 I need at least a year and a half with my husband maybe even two years depending on how old I am um, just for us to explore our relationship for us to explore what is now marriage because it's not easy you know to live with someone now and having to learn all about them but then also having to raise a child in the midst of that. Like I, this is going to be really like TMI. Um, but that's how you guys know you're my rainy days fam. Like I just talk very clear with you. I want to have sex anywhere and everywhere with my husband. What? Um, Italy on top of the balcony? public indecency yes me me yes absolutely ireland like in the little um snow little globes that they'd be making out there under the stars i mean netherlands me come on Uh uh-uh no 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 i need to experience the world with my husband absolutely without anything holding us back and yeah you know it's possible to travel without kids like you can leave them with a family member or whatever but I and I mean I will have to do that at some point in time because once my I have kids I'm not, it's not like my life is gonna stop <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna stop traveling because of the kids yeah I'm gonna take them with me and if I have to have a nanny sure whatever but I just don't want to have to have I don't want to that's it have to have I don't want to deal with that before I have to deal with that Does that make sense? Like, I don't want that to be something that I have to figure out. Like, I just want to go on with my life and keep keep it pushing. My older cousin, she got married and it took them about four years to have a baby. And that she was that was planned, you know, and everybody always, you know, used to pressure her. And I was even talking about talking to her about it the other day. She was like, yeah, I was pressured, but I didn't pay them no mind. She was like, they should know that I don't move based off of what people tell me like I have to move based on how I feel and I was like wow this is why I like you because I definitely resonate with you I will not have children unless myself and my husband are ready and we have to be mentally ready and yeah he might be like oh okay I'm ready tomorrow I'm like okay well you're gonna have to wait because I'm not and it's not like I don't ever want kids I can definitely say like that has changed I do want children but I now I know I just want them in the right context and I want them in the right situation I want them in the right circumstance I don't want to suffer I don't want to resent my kids I don't want to treat my kids a certain way because I didn't because I feel like I was robbed and I feel like I didn't get to enjoy my life the way I wanted to, which is a lot of things that 
people deal with and they don't say it. Instead, they act out on it, right? Instead, they treat their child harshly, meanly, whatever. Like, meanly is not a word. But they treat their child horribly. Or they withhold love because they don't know how to give love to someone that they feel robbed them. But they also have the responsibility of a parent to be kind, to be supportive, you know, to be to be there and, and to support them in the ways that they feel like they should. Uh, so there's a lot going on there. And I know like a lot of people deal with that. And I just I know for a fact that's not something that I want to deal with. And I have a very personal experience with this, not with me and my mom. Well, actually, something with my me and my mom occurred the other day which gave me like clarification on like yeah no I really just want them within the right timing because I'm in a very I would say selfless season right sometimes when you tell people like um you don't want to have kids because you're selfish it's like no I think I'm being selfless I think I realize that I will not be able to treat my kid the way I want to and so I'm gonna withhold on bringing them into this world until I am ready to be ready to walk in that appropriately. So I went to Panera Bread and they have this sandwich called the Chipotle chicken sandwich. Oh, so good. So good. So good. It's so good, guys. You have to try it. You know, I've I've never really been a huge fan of Panera because (laughs) I feel like they make food (laughs) that I could easily make and I'm just being upcharged for nothing. But this sandwich is the bomb diggities right and so I had the sandwich I got two sandwiches I was actually being really greedy so I got the chipotle chicken and I had their um it's like their steak sandwich it's really really good and so I got two full sandwiches I was hungry that day and while I was on the road I ate one of the steak one of the chipotle got home when I first walked into the house mommy was sitting there at the table eating soup slurping soup and I'm like, dang, like, she's not going to, like, make nothing to eat. <laughs> Anyways, mommy is slurping soup. And I know soup is not filling. Like, it's not filling. But that wasn't on my mind. I knew I had these two half pieces of sandwiches left. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw down on them. So I eat the steak when I got home, right? Because I was out on the road. I ate the two halves. And then I got home and I ate the other half of the steak. Now all that stuff is Chipotle Gouda. I'm like, all right, that's going to be for later. <laughs> Mind you, I walk in with mommy slurping soup. Time is going by. It's probably like 8 o'clock. Mom is getting ready to go to revival at the church. And I'm realizing she didn't eat nothing else but that soup. But in my mind, I can't wait to throw down on that Chipotle chicken. <sighs> The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit started talking to me. My conscience started yap, yap, yapping, yapping. Tabitha, you really finna just eat this sandwich knowing your mom, all your mom had was soup today. And I'm like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? And so, of course, being the amazing daughter that I am, I offered my mom my Chipotle chicken sandwich that I just could not wait to throw down on. And she was like, oh, thank you. What are you going to eat? And I was like, cereal. And when I tell you, I just remember heating up her, heating up the sandwich for her and like wrapping it up so it could remain nice and toasty. I was like, you know what? I'm only do like, not that I'm only doing this just because my mom has done this for me many times throughout my life. But I was like, 
this is why I don't want kids yet because I'm not ready to make these kind of sacrifices. But my mom has had to make them time and time again. But it just really gave me like perspective on dang tab. Like you really just really tuned into yourself right now. And I don't know if that like for the people who have children, like does that change once you have the child? Like are you that way up until you deliver? Or, you know, does that change once you conceive and you're starting to see your belly grow and all of a sudden your thoughts are starting to change? I'm very curious um, because I'm just wondering if that's a behavior that changes once you have a child. And I know for some people, it just it remains that way. They truly still treat their child like they're a nuisance and that they're, you know, just a total bother. And so they could care less if they eat, which is horrible. And I just don't want, I know I won't be that parent. But I don't even want to have thoughts about that. I don't know. Because I mean, just I know like if I have thoughts, I'll be unconsciously acting out on them. People say, oh, no, I don't. Mm-mm. You unconsciously act out on it. You don't know it, but you are. Uh, furthermore. Oh, I said furthermore, like I'm writing an essay. <laughs> um, another personal experience is um, this week, my little cousin and my auntie got into it. Right. My little cousin is 15. And not, this is not sussy. Um, This is another little cousin. And they get into it and it's really bad. Basically, they have just a very tumultuous relationship. And my auntie has been through a lot um, in terms of abuse. And my little cousin has, you know, of course, been there and experienced some of those things as well. And their relationship is very rocky because I believe that my auntie resents my little cousin because of my little cousin's father, right? So she resents her daughter because of the baby daddy. So baby daddy used to hit her. She never recovered from that. She never healed from that, right? Because Haitians don't believe in therapy. And so um, when my little cousin acts out, she basically beats her and treats her harshly because I think it's related to just how baby father used to treat her and now it's like your daughter is treating me that way too it's like it's just this never-ending cycle of abuse and I had to talk to my cousin this week because you know she admitted that she wanted to run away she's like sometimes I think about running away and I'm like oh my gosh I had to sit there and and basically break down to her why I feel like her mom is treating her the way she is. And I made it known that it wasn't okay that her mom was treating her that way. But to give her kind of a perspective of why she is being treated that way. So that when she responds to things that her mom says or when she acts out in certain ways like, hey, just letting you know this is a trigger for your mom and this is why she's acting this way. And I want you to know it's not because she hates you not because she dislikes you I just think that she just hasn't healed from the things that she's been through and so naturally she's gonna take them out on you which is unfair but that's literally what a lot of parents do and so my word to any of my listeners that have children just be conscious of like how you treat your child you have the unique ability to be a 10 times better parent than your parent was and you know maybe you grew up in a household where your parent was amazing great you have 
a 10 times chance to be better than them. Because we raise children based off of our own experiences. And that sucks because we've, some of us have been through a lot. And um, I was listening to a podcast um, and the lady was saying that, you know, she was being abused and she had to leave that relationship because she didn't want her son to grow up like the baby's father. And I commended her so much for that. It's just that mentality shift of like, no, I want my child to be better. I want my child to be in a better situation than what I'm in and to be a better example than what they see. And I feel like sometimes we just take that responsibility so loosely and we don't realize that we could literally change the world by how we raise our children and just taking responsibility for our actions. It's insane. So our verse for today is Ephesians 6, 4. People love um parents love the Ephesians 6 1 verse that says children obey your parents the way the Lord wants because this is the right thing to do the command says you must respect your father and your mother this is the first command that has a promise with it and this is the promise that this is the promise then all will go well with you and you will have a long life on earth Oh, 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 but parents, they don't know. They don't know the last part of that verse. If anything, they ignore it. What? Like, does that even exist? Ephesians 6, 4, our verse for today says, Fathers, don't make your children angry, but raise them with the kind of teaching and training you learn from the Lord. I don't think y'all get it. Let me read it in another version. Fathers, do not exasperate your children Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Nah, I think you still didn't get it. Let me read it in another way. (laughs) Fathers, do not irritate and provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them to resentment, but rear them tenderly in the training and discipline and the counseling and admonition of the Lord. I remember I got into an argument with my mom and... Um, I remember learning about this verse and she was just saying craziness. I don't know, guys. I don't know how many of my listeners are are Haitian, but um, I grew up in a Haitian household with a Haitian mother and Haitians typically don't know how to speak to their children. They're very harsh in their words. I mean, I can count on my hands how many nice things my mom has said to me. And that's not a good thing, right? But it's just mostly like just very mean words, like being called a shan a shan is a dog so like they just call you a shan they'll they'll like just say things that are just so harsh and they expect you to have tough skin about it and it's like no you cannot talk to me like this like this is not okay me and my mom are having an argument she says something to me and i'm like you know what mom (laughs) i was at my wits end (laughs) so i was like you know what i'm gonna bring up the thing that you value the most the word of god Okay, it says in Ephesians 6, 1, parents do not, um, children to obey your parents. But it also says in 6, 4, parents do not provoke your children. Mommy, you are provoking me right now. (laughs) And when I tell you she was quiet, she was quiet. And I loved it. I felt like I had like an upper edge and I was like, ah, you just don't know. This word has been used as ammunition. But I say that to you all to say, please, 
if you are a parent, do not provoke your children and expect them to obey you. Mm-mm. Both of those words are connected. Um, and raise your child in the way that you see is right. Um, and just be conscious of the leaders and the world changers that you're bringing, that you're raising up because they would really make a difference. And if you are not ready to be a parent, do not put yourself in circumstances that will make that come to pass. Like you gotta be careful, okay? Be careful. That's all I gotta say. Let's pray. Gracious Father, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you for all that you do and all that you'll continue to do. I just pray um, that those who are parents will be better parents than they were yesterday that they will have learned something from this episode um, to enable them to be better at parenting, to parent the way that you parent. Mm. You are a kind God. You keep no record of wrong. You are so loving. You are so compassionate. You're so patient with us. And I pray that they will be all of that. And for us who do not have children, I pray that you will give us wisdom Not to put ourselves in situations that will produce a child, hello, but also (laughs) to be wise about our life and our life's decisions, to not step into that sacred um, position of parenthood without being ready, without being equipped. Help us to deal with our trauma, help us to deal with our mess before we raise children that have the same thing or worse. We love and trust in you, not because we deserve anything, but because you're a great God. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Guys, it doesn't rain always, but in Miami, it's definitely raining today. So please go stand in the rain.